Welcome to Take It From The Iron Woman. My name is Susanne Müller, your host and the Iron Woman. This podcast is about empowering yourself and others to make real changes in the world. You will hear from everyday, smart, sophisticated, hip people like you and me. Not everybody has to be an Iron Woman to impress the world. Together, we will learn from the sports and business leaders how you can become a more successful person as an entrepreneur or a leader. It's one step at a time, one day at a time. Take your steps now. Take your big steps now. Join me on this journey to success. Take it from the Iron Woman. We only have special guests. Today we go again to Lucy's home in Los Angeles. Lucy is a special woman. If you read her biography, wow, she's an interpreter. I need to say that my dream would have been to become an interpreter. I also want to hear about your interpreter life. Tell us a little bit about your interpreter life. This sounds so cool. And I have to say again, I wanted to become an interpreter. And in, I don't know, many moons ago, I took a test at NYU to become a translator. So I, I know there is a difference between translator and interpreter, but then, I don't know, life happened and I never took that road on. And I don't know why, but I'm fascinated with languages and that was always my dream. So tell us a little bit, how did you get to being an interpreter? And I also have to say, with Women Leadership and Beyond, I am so impressed. We have two channels and I'm listening in Spanish because that's my free Spanish lesson. So I learn. And then sometimes I switch into English and you're like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh my God, this is fascinating. Tell us about your life. You're the CEO of your own company. Yes, I am. Thank you. It's called Translations for All. And first of all, I want to say that I know that you speak five languages. If I had met you then, I would have convinced you to be an interpreter. I'm actually an interpreter, a certified interpreter by trade, interpreter translator. I studied at UCLA and then I got okay. certified there and I got certified at the state. And I interpreted for maybe four presidents, both Bushes, a <laughs> son and a father. I interpreted for two Mexican presidents, which, which actually both of those presidents studied in the United States. They went to Harvard. I had to interpret for the mayor uh, or the governor. Mm -hmm. I had that wonderful experience of Donna Shalala, different people and celebrities that you might know. And I was really having a great time with that. But like you, I had a goal. I wanted to interpret for the United Nations, mm -hmm. which I know been my dream too. <laughs> exactly. I know something to do there. I think all of this, we have a lot of parallels unite. Yeah. So that was my goal. And then I got pregnant. And like you said, life happens. You don't go to Davos. You don't go to, you, you don't go to other places when you, because as a certified interpreter for the United Nations, you have to be there six months on and six months off. And so quickly uh, I decided, okay, I'm going to just continue doing my interpreting. And it was my husband who had the idea to open an agency. It was him. He said, if you keep doing this, you're going to go crazy. You need to just stop have babies, be a wife and open an agency. Mm -hmm. So that is what we did. And luckily for us, we did some criminal and, and we did a lot for the school districts, mm -hmm. but that's when I think I got involved with mental health because I was doing 
expulsion hearings. There were these children that were 12 and 11 years old who were being bullied and would come to school with a switchblade or a knife that they took from their dad. And they were coming to just fix it because they were getting tired of being beat up. Mm -hmm. And so this was my first experience, Suzanne, with mental health. And I started to see how there was the schools are saying there is no, there's no second chance here. You bring a weapon to school and you're out. And so something was missing. There was something missing. We needed to take care of these kids. They need to go to therapy. They need to be talked to. And that is how I went from being an interpreter to the stars, if you will, <laughs> to becoming an interpreter that cared about. I mean, I always cared about interpreting, but this is definitely a subject that I'm passionate about and I'm happy. Tell us a little bit about the interpreting for the stars. That sounds so cool. Everybody wants to hear about the celebrities. And I have to say, while it sounds very cool about the celebrities, thank you so much for what you're doing for the kids because they need you. Thank you. Now, thank you for mentioning that. I can tell you about the OJ Simpson case, or I can tell you about the time where I was This is my favorite story. I come from a boxing family. I don't know what to tell you. My dad has, some people go to the park. We Mm -hmm. used to go to the boxing match. (laughs) That's how I got into motorcycles and other things because of my father. So we were all sitting there. I guess we were at Caesar's Palace and we watched Oscar de la Hoya box. And when that ended, I didn't realize we were sitting around and we were maybe in fifth row and they set up the area where they fight. They set it up with a big table and a red tablecloth. And now they bring the fighters back, but they're all cleaned up. They're all looking beautiful and they just showered. Their managers are there. And so the trainer for Oscar de la Hoya was a man from Yucatan, where Janine from, Mm -hmm. where my family's from. They looked into the audience and there was only, you know, maybe a hundred people in all the media from all over the world. And they said, we need someone who speaks Spanish. (laughs) And then my mom's boyfriend was one of the managers and he raised his hand and he said, this is your chance. And I was already crazy with boxing. And because my dad got us started in that when we were very young. So now we were much older. My father had passed away and I got up and interpreted for the manager to Oscar de la Hoya, which was, and he was taking questions in French in every language. This was my first experience. My experience with the OJ Simpson case was just from the maid, because you're thinking, why would she interpret for O.J. Simpson? You know, he's yeah. a well-known, yeah. but was a nanny, if you will, who saw everything. Mm-hmm. And the interpreter that was doing the case on television was really not doing a very good job. So I went on Channel 11, <laughs> which was mm-hmm. a, a popular channel here in L.A., to speak about the differences in interpreting on mm-hmm. here is what Rosa Lopez really said. And so I had a green screen behind me. And then here's what the interpreter said. So I didn't realize that the poor interpreter lost her job and they called somebody else. But I really needed to call out because it was more important for the truth to come out about what was being said than this woman keeping her job. To this day, I remember getting a lot of, because back then was the time of the beepers. It wasn't the time of the tele. I got a lot of messages on how dare you do that. And a lot of messages on thank you for finally blowing the lid Mm -hmm. off of this. Mm -hmm. Because for a long time, judges were keeping their quote unquote favorite interpreters, not necessarily because they were great, but sometimes it's because they can understand you. Remember, a judge doesn't doesn't usually speak two languages. So he wants someone that he can understand, but he doesn't necessarily know 
if that interpreter is fabulous. Mm. She's certified, but yeah. how good is she? Yep. There, there's a little interpreting for you. You might have been great at it. I'm sure you would have been. I think it's just fascinating. And I think what I admire is like the flexibility and you have to change and at the spur of the moment. I mean, I used to work for the Swiss mission to the United Nations. And whenever I had the chance to go to the United Nations, I always looked at those boxes and where those interpreters were sitting. And I know for a fact that they have six languages and when they produce documents, they could only release the documents when all the languages had been translated. So I thought that was impressive. I'm sure it's a 24-7 operation and it's at the highest level in terms of quality of, of language. But I also appreciate that you say not all the interpreters are good interpreters. Same as coaches. You see so many coaches, anybody can be a coach. And we don't need to say more. We don't need to say more. How can we find the good ones who can talk to the people? And that's why we need to have Women Leadership and Beyond Conference to bring the good people together and get the best out of the people. I think that's my mission also. And I will be talking about equality, sisterhood and liberty. And it seems like equality is where we learn and grow. We help each other. And in sisterhood is like, What can we learn from Lucy? What can we learn from Janine, from Erica? But also, as an example, I always bring Frida Kahlo. In the US, she would only make 54 cents versus the other people make much more per hour. She was in Paris, the first Mexican woman. And in the newspaper, it says Diego Rivera's wife had an exhibit. No, no, (laughs) no, 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 no. This cannot happen anymore. Women need to stand up. Women need to inspire and empower others. And we need to lead the world and we can. And then the liberty part is like, we're free. And that's what it's all about at the Women Leadership Conference. And with your topic about mental health, it's so important to be comfortable if you need help to speak up. Thank you so much, Lucy. This is so exciting and I can't wait to hear more. Thank you. I can't wait to see you on that day and see everybody else. I invite you to come. It's Women Leadership and Beyond. It's going to be March 9th and 10th. And it's going to be, like you said, beyond means we're going to have coffees after. We're going to have conversations. It doesn't end here. There is more to come. What will you be taking away from Lucy? interpreter, a fantastic person. She has met interesting people. Take it from the Iron Woman. We have episodes every Monday, every Wednesday. Don't miss out. There is something for everybody. Subscribe on your preferred channel. You can find something for everybody. Take it from the Iron Woman is also a book you can learn about global business coaching with sports parallels. You hear about my experience of my 26 marathon races and the Iron Man, but I'm the Iron Woman. 